Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, world, and welcome to Draft Day 2019. April 25th, 2019. Today, tonight, we draft. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh at JC1053 on the Twitter, alongside the great Dane Brugler, he of the beast, on the athletic right now, if you want to see the beast, which you still can time use to that. get it, yes, you could use that tonight. Especially, yeah, you can use it tonight, but especially day three. When day three gets here, I promise uh, you will not be disappointed when you have that at your side, and you can use it to look up. You know, when your team drafts a uh, Alabama State safety in the seventh round, I will tell you, as a uh, professional at this, an NFL draft analyst, one of the best to ever do it. That's what I am. Yeah. Uh, on day three, I just read some stuff out of Dane. You know. <laughs> There will be 30 guys taken to the draft where I'll hear the name and I'll be like, don't know that name. And so I'll hit control F on Dane's guide and pretend that I know that name. Perfect. That's why I do it, to help out everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you're a quote expert out there, just read the beast. You'll do your job better. I, I do wonder who reads my guide more, like fans or uh, media. Because I do have a lot of media who shoot me notes and say, how much they appreciate it because of the how much they use it throughout the process, especially on draft weekend. Okay, so since today is the day of the draft, we might as well, because listen, people are sitting at the house right now. I know what you guys are all doing. You're laying in the fetal position. You're staring at the TV or the radio or whatever, and you're waiting for 7 o'clock. So we'll give you a way to pass some time and do a, do a mock draft here on draft day and see how close we can get. The fun part about this year is everyone is going to do terrible at mock drafts. I'm here for it. I've thought about it many times, and I've been looking at the order and the teams, and I know that someone is going to move for a quarterback, probably multiple teams, and no one is going to get more than four or five picks right in the first round is what's going to happen. And that's okay. That's what's going to happen. It, 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 that, I would be okay going 0 for 32 in my mock. Because you know what? That means it was fun. That means it was unpredictable. And that's one of the reasons we love the NFL draft. So I would have no problem with that. Bring on the crazy picks. And I think that, yeah, starting at number one, for the longest time since the Combine, Kyler Murray's been the buzz. But I tell you what, there's plenty of smart people around the league who don't think it's going to happen. And, you know, talking to people, it's kind of a divided room. You know, one side, the scouts want uh, Bosa. You know, the other side wants uh, Kyler Murray coaching. And, you know, then you have ownership. You have the coaches, and they're trying to figure out which side they want best. And I I don't know. I'm still leaning Kyler Murray at this point, the morning of, but don't feel great about it. I would love uh, to see how it goes when they're in the room and they're on the clock, and for some reason they still haven't figured it out yet. And Cliff's like, man, I really need that quarterback. And they're like, listen, Cliff. Uh, we gave you an NFL head coaching job after you <laughs> failed as a college head coach. So you're not going to pick the players. We are. But uh, that's where we're going to start with our mock draft is the Arizona Cardinals. And do you feel like it's better than 50% that it's going to be Kyler? Yeah, I mean, I think just 
I spent yesterday on the phones, um, just trying to, you know, texting, calling, just seeing what the temperature is across the league and on these picks. And I'd say it's 70-30. People think Kyler's going first, um, but which isn't great for the morning of the draft. Uh, but like I said, there's a lot of smart people who I trust who don't think it's going to happen. And I think it's really going to come down to the owner, Michael Bidwell, who swings a, a pretty large stick in that war room. Uh, I mean, he has a big big influence on what they do and Kyler Murray is interesting because I could see Michael Bidwell leaning towards Rosen because that's who they invested in last year and they're not going to get great return on value. We already sold Rosen jerseys. It's time to sell a new jersey. Or I could see Bidwell leaning towards Murray who you could easily make an argument as a better quarterback and is more exciting. He's going to put butts in seats, eyeballs on your franchise. So I, you know, with Kyler Murray, I, I still lean that way, but again, don't feel great about it. I think it would not be a shock if Michael Bidwell, the owner, uh, leans towards you know, the scouts and maybe Steve Kime and if they want to go with Bosa and stick with Rosen. Okay, I did bring a quarter with me today uh, so that while we, do, while we do this mock, if we have a disagreement, we will have a coin flip to decide okay. who a team takes. But at number one, Arizona, Kyler Murray? Yeah. Let's let's go, Kyler. Number two, to me, is not as hard. I would think that the 49ers, would they consider one of the D tackles, or do you think that it's safe to assume that they would go Nick Bosa? I think you definitely consider Quinton Williams, who, easy argument, that he could be the best player in this this draft, but I think they'd go Nick Bosa, impact pass rusher, uh, fits better on that team, I think, uh, with their needs. Uh, and all of a sudden, the 49ers, you add D Ford, you add Bosa, their defensive front's looking a lot stronger than it did a couple months ago. Okay, so we're just going to take Nick Bosa at number two, and we're going to move on. Yep, sounds good. And at number three, we have to decide if we're doing trades in our mock right now, because... I mean, we could do trades. They probably don't want to be there, but if they we don't. try to guess a trade, we're going to guess wrong, and so and then we've ruined our entire mock. I think it's okay to do trades, because they're going to happen. They're, right. It's inevitable. Thing is, with the Jets, I don't... Like the most likely trade up partner is the Redskins. But the, can the Redskins realistically give up enough to go from 15 to 3? No, because I saw people throwing out that theory and what they thought it would take. And I'm sitting there going, that won't get you there. Like 15 and 40, whatever, right. and another pick. Like that doesn't get you there. You'd have to it, go to next year's one. Yeah, next year's one has to be included. Yeah. The Jets aren't moving it would be, so that many be 15, 12 spots. Next year's one and maybe something else. And a second rounder this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at past deals to go up from 15 to the top three to get a quarterback, it's been much more than that. It's been two ones. It's been two twos, another three. I mean, so for them to move from 15 to three for two ones and a two, I think that probably gets it done. Mike McCagnan, I think, would do that. But for the Redskins, is that really what you want to do? With as many needs as they have, I'd be surprised. So I think they might roll the dice that they don't have to go up to number three to get Haskins or whichever quarterback they want. Okay, so at number three, are we going to have them sit here and pick? And if we're going to yeah. sit here and pick, are we looking at two D tackles and a pass rusher? Basically, Quinn Williams at Oliver, Josh Allen. Um, without an obvious trade partner, I think we have to st- stay here and pick. And Mike McCagnan knows he's on the hot seat. He needs to pick good players. And I think Josh Allen might be the more natural fit, but. I think he's going to lean towards just the best player on the board, you know, the safest player, and that's Quinton Williams, which you know what you're getting. Um, again, you could make an easy argument. He's the best player in the draft. So 
That's where I lean with the Jets right now. If they stay at three, is Quinn and Williams. Okay, I agree with you. So this is easy. We're just we're just having a nice, smooth, and easy mock draft before we get to the until Oakland, until we get to the Oakland Raiders, where we got to talk about quarterbacks at four and having what they got. A, they got two more first rounders. They could get a quarterback, or we could upgrade lots of stuff for There's, the Oakland Raiders. Here's an interesting scenario that was put out there to me um, by someone I trust yesterday. The Joel Siegel factor. Joel Siegel, the agent, represented represents Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. Okay, So there's bad blood between Joel Siegel and the Raiders. Joel Siegel represents Ed Oliver. Joel Siegel represents Josh Allen. That shouldn't matter when you're drafting a player in the top five picks. You know, a guy that can be a cornerstone of your team, your roster. You better believe the ownership of the Raiders, the Davises, uh, John Gruden. That bad blood probably matters. <laughs> we don't want to talk to that guy. No, we don't, it's, we don't want. Yeah, we don't want to deal with him. We don't want to deal with. You know, like that's something that. And I'm not saying that disqualifies at Oliver or Josh Allen, but you could better believe that's going to be something that is brought up in that war room. So, which does this team have the cojones mas grande hmm. to pick Dwayne Haskins and start moving on from Derek Carr? Oh, yeah, nothing would surprise me here. Now, in my mock, I gave them. Uh, who did I give them? Oh, uh, no, Dane. I went the linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Devin White. I went with the linebacker because I think that alpha attitude, it fits exactly what Gruden wants. It fits what Mayock wants. And he's not a pass rusher, but he's also one of the best blitzing linebackers uh, in this class. So. I went with Devin White, and I don't feel great about it. But I don't. I wouldn't feel great about anything that we put here. All right, I'm going to give you the quarter because I'm picking him, Dwayne Haskins. Okay, I'm having a good time. So here's the quarter. It's a looks like it's a Maryland 2000 quarter, and you can decide which side is who's on which side. You want to be heads or tails for the entire mock? Well, um. Okay, I'll go heads. You're so, the heads. So if it's a if head, it's heads, we go with my it's pick. It's Devin White. If it's a tail, it's Haskins. Now are you going to flip onto the back? Okay, yes, yeah, you yes, have a flip yes. guy. What'd you What'd you get? Tails. Yes, Dwayne Haskins. I think uh, Raiders fans are should be happy. I don't know if they are or not. I have no <laughs> idea how they feel about Derek. Carr. Well, I think Redskins fans are bummed now because Derek Carr's a really good quarterback as long as you really, really block for him and surround him with good stuff like many other quarterbacks in the league. That guy sounds like Dwayne Haskins, too. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, did we just waste a pick? Did I just waste a pick? I did. <laughs> Too late now. I wasted a pick. Five. Ta- Tampa Bay's happy, though, right? <laughs> because they're the ones who keep having Devin White to, in every single mock draft. Almost, yeah, which, linebacker. which means it's not going to happen, you know? like Okay. I, I think Josh Allen's a legitimate chance here. They're moving to a 3-4. They don't really have those natural 3-4 rushers, so I think Josh Allen's certainly in the mix. Um, but we can go Devin White just because it. I, I know they like him a lot, but... <sighs> so the one that everyone thinks is going to happen makes you think it's not going to happen. Every time. Uh, yeah. So, But let's go with Devin White. I'm Devin White. That. Which works out well for the Giants, who we know want that pass rusher. Oh, so they just have Josh Allen fall in their lap, or mm-hmm. Ed Oliver. Yes, which I have Ed Oliver going in my mock, but I also have Allen off the board. Um, you go, I think you go pass rusher. I think you go Josh Allen. They run a three four. 
It's a versatile pass rusher they, they could use. Ed Oliver's not a slam dunk fit in a 3 4. I'm with you. Do. I'm with you. It's yeah. a good pick. Josh Allen from Kentucky there. Plug him in at six. Jacksonville at seven. I'm with Jawan Taylor. Um, not only does he help your quarterback, he helps your run game. Big, physical, powerful mauler. Step up. I mean, put him in at a, a tackle. You upgrade your tackle situation right away. Um, there's some medical stuff, which we don't know exactly where that falls with the Jaguars, but I'm going to go with Juwan Taylor here. This will be the first pick that I won't fight you on. I'll let you make the pick, but this will be the first pick that if he goes in the top seven, I'm going to put in the call that the third, fourth, or fifth best offensive tackle in the class just went number seven. Dillard? Uh, I like Dillard better. I like Jonah Williams better. I like Cody Ford better. And I actually like Greg Little better. Than Juwan Taylor. Than Juwan Taylor. Yeah, I but I, I get it. Listen, I, I know that I'm a, kind of alone on that island, so I'm happy just putting Juwan Taylor in at seven. And uh, moving on. Juwan Taylor's tough because it doesn't always look pretty, but a lot of times he gets the job done, and so it's how is that going to translate versus NFL level rushers? You know, we'll see. Um, okay, so number eight. This is where I had to trade Redskins going up to get Haskins. Now that Haskins is off the board, I'll tell you, we could see a trade here with Ed Oliver still on the board. This is where I see the, I think the Falcons are going to go get Ed Oliver. Oh, you think we're going to move up for Ed? Yes. I propose a trade 14 to 8. The Lions want out of there. The Falcons would love Ed Oliver. He's there at 8. I say it happens. Okay, so Atlanta's going up for Ed Oliver. I like it. So let's do it. Atlanta's coming up. Yeah. For Ed Oliver. 14 to 8. Give up. They probably have to give up their second to make that happen. That's easy. They can make that trade. Yeah. That's worth it. Falcons Buff- get Ed Oliver at 8, and Lions move to 14. Okay, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 is now Detroit. Okay, at number 9, the Buffalo Bills have a bad football team. <laughs> How's their offensive line? They had a lot of dudes in free agency, but, I mean, they're mostly journeyman guys and not guys, I mean, stopgap offensive linemen more for depth than anything. So I think offensive line certainly, a, a, I, I think they go trenches. Offensive line, defensive line. I think they'd love to add an impact defensive tackle to that mix. Um, so I think they're bummed to see Ed Oliver off the board, one pick ahead of them. Christian Wilkins, certainly a possibility here from Clemson. I went Jonah Williams, um, can help you out at tackle, can help you out at guard, help your young quarterback. You just drafted in the top 10 last year. He needs all the help he can get. Help block for him. I'm going Jonah. Yep, I'm putting it in there because I wanted them to pick a guy that I feel good about. (laughs) So we did it. Done. The Denver Broncos with the 10th pick in the first round. (coughs) Our best players. Oh, we haven't even talked about our tight end yet. Old TJ. TJ. And he's a possibility here at 10. Uh, Can't rule him out there. It's a weird class because I don't think a corner is going to go yet. No. There's a lot of good corners, but I don't think there's a top 10 corner. Man. Our best players available are what are we dipping into? If you want a pass rusher, pass it's rusher. Burns and Sweat, right. and Farrell, linebacker. Devin if you want Bush. a linebacker, Devin Bush is there. If you want a tight end, Hawkinson is there. Andre Diller. They could, so they could use uh, more offensive line help. Uh, I'm going Devin Bush here. I think Vic Fangio, new head coach. This is his Roquan Smith, who we had last year in Chicago. Uh, just that 
that alpha, that that tone setter on defense, uh, Devin Bush at 10 to the Broncos. All right, that's done. This is going to be the most ac- uh, accurate mock on planet Earth, by <laughs> the way. We're going to nail it, and it's going to be because of that coin flip. Cincinnati Bengals, wild card for a quarterback, by the way. Yeah, I just... Don't see it? I don't see it. I, I wish. I'd love to see it happen. I just don't think it will. So we um, want to just... What do we want to do? We want to block for Joe Mixon? We yeah, rush you, the passer? You need to get... Guys that are going to help you uh, on the offensive line. And, I mean, Bobby Hart's just not a NFL tackle that you feel good about starting They for just you. paid him, right? They paid him again. They, and they were it, like, hey, we did that because he's, he's human and he plays. Right. I mean, he's kind of like their their insurance policy. Like, if they weren't able to land a tackle in the first round, okay, we still have Hart. Uh, so we're picking Andre Dillard at 11 from Washington State is what we're doing. Done. Done, done, done. We move on to number 12. And the 12th pick in the first round belongs to the Green Bay Packers. I think this works out who perfectly. Who just fiddle-farted their way to TJ Hawkinson is what exactly. happened. Exactly. <laughs> and I, Jimmy Graham is old, he's slow, and he's a shell of himself. He's not the playmaker that he once was. Uh, it's time that Green Bay, instead of just trying to find something out there in free agency or trade, go invest in a young stud tight end. TJ Hawkinson is that guy. I I love it. Let's let's make that happen. Okay, so the Miami Dolphins at thirteen, they well, need I, a quarterback, but they aren't going to pick one because I think they're two year tanking for agree. somebody next year. And because they are tanking, they want out of there. Okay. And this is where I propose another trade. Washington. Well, Washington. Well, Washington's getting close. Yeah, and Washington. Dan, Jay Gruden won Daniel Jones. Bruce Allen and the ownership, uh, Daniel Snyder, they wanted Dwayne Haskins. Haskins is off the board. So Daniel Jones is presumably He's about to make plan it to 15. B. But the Giants sitting there at 17, they want to leapfrog 15 to go get Daniel Jones. Oh, I love the battle for Daniel Jones. Yes. The great competition for a maybe okay starter. So the Giants go from 17 to 13, uh, go and get their quarterback, Daniel Jones. That's what I propose. I will allow it, and we'll put Daniel Jones at 13 to the New York Giants, so now I need to make sure it's 17. I have the Miami Dolphins. Yes, sir. Going there. Uh, what's the cost to go from 17 to 13? Is that a two? I don't – I don't. that's a good question. I, and they don't have – well, they do have a late three from the Browns in the Odell Beckham trade. So next year's two? Yeah, yeah maybe next year's two. Next year's two gets them to move up four spots. Uh-huh. And that's worth it if you think you're getting your quarterback. Right. Easily. I mean, the Dolphins are going to be willing dance partners, so I don't know if they're going to be too... You may not have to win the value chart deal. Right. They're not going to hold the pick ransom necessarily, but I think 2020 second rounder makes sense. Okay, now at 14, we now have Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Because we had a trade earlier, which puts Detroit at 14 after Atlanta went up for Ed Oliver. And Detroit, give me Detroit... Uh, from a need perspective, I just looking at who's available. My best players available would be Noah Fant, Cody Ford, Garrett Bradbury, Burn Sweat. Uh, I know everybody else will have Farrell there, Christian Wilkins. The two names that stick out from what you just said Noah Fant and Montez Sweat. I think, you know, pass rusher is not as much of a, a need after adding, uh, what's the name for agency? Um, what is his name? From the Patriots. Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers. <laughs> um, they would love an impact def- uh, tight end. You know, they tried to get Gronk in a trade last year that didn't work out, obviously. Um, 
they saw Eric Ebron go to the Colts and do what he did last year and was an impact, made an impact. Uh, I think Noah Fant is certainly someone we need to talk about here. So it was Montez Sweat, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I think most teams are going to look at that and say, if we think Montez Sweat's going to be a really good pass rusher, there's probably more value than the tight end. Yeah, right. Which player would you feel more comfortable with, though? Which player are you more confident is going to make it? As long as your doctors tell you, yeah, heart's good, then I mean, I think you need to go to the pass rusher. But again, I think they really want that tight end, that impact tight end. Um, and Noah Fant. We're going to be two that. Iowa tight ends go in the top 14, huh? We about to do that? Why not? Okay. Noah Fant at number 14. <coughs> number 15, the Washington Redskins get Daniel Jones. No, the Giants already came up for him. Yep. So Washington is, oh, they're so stuck. What are they going to do now? They do we do Daniel Jones. Do we do Drew Locke? Do we do someone else? I, they could use Montez Sweat. They need a pass rusher. <sighs> are they willing to go into this year with what they have at quarterback? The great. Colt McCoy versus Case Keenum. Case Keenum showdown in training camp. At that point, you're basically tanking for next year. The Miami strategy. I would think so. NFL teams are weird, though. Some teams yeah. don't like to acknowledge reality. Yeah. I think Daniel Snyder's one of them. Yeah. You want to go Drew Locke 15? I'm fine with that. Drew Locke it is. Yeah. Drew Locke at 15. Carolina. At 16, Carolina. <coughs> at I think it works 16. out well for them with a pass rusher, two pass rushers still on the board. Montez Sweat, Brian Burns. They can take their pick, which one they want. What are they running out there? 4-3? Yeah. Three, four, they're a 4-3 team? Yeah, and they need to replace Julius Peppers is gone. And Mario Addison's on the you know wrong side of 30. Sweater burns, sweater burns, sweater burns. Super athlete or two sweater burns. Sweater burns. Two hundred sixty pounder versus two hundred and thirty pounder. Heart versus heart problem. Yeah. It probably comes down to yeah the medical. Who's coming off the board first, Dane Montez Sweat or Brian Burns? Uh, let's or say, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, let's go. Buh, 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 sweat. What do you say? I think it's prime time to flip the quarter. Okay. You know, I think this is a good quarter time. What do you got? Uh, I guess you said sweat. So heads is sweat and tails is burns. This is how teams draft, by the way. Yes. Like, yeah, there's so two good players. Heads is sweat. sweat. Yeah. It's burns. Okay. Brian Burns is going. This is why we're going to have the most accurate mock this year. Yeah. You leave it up to the draft gods. This is why. The draft gods know what they're doing. At 17. The tanking Miami Dolphins uh, could go with either one of those edge guys. If they need offensive line help, my top guy would be Cody Ford or Garrett Bradbury. Do they have a center? How's Miami at center? I, here's a guy, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, what a great tank pick. Exactly. Oh, so perfect. They like him. Oh, great pick. Can't help you this year. Exactly. Spells his name wrong, but that's okay. He goes E-R-Y. I'm an R-E-Y guy, mm, mm. but that's okay. I'll let that go. Uh, number 18, the Minnesota Vikings. This is where... Can they still not block? Yeah, no. They If, if it's not an offensive lineman, Vikings fans will revolt. So, so uh, it's either Bradbury or Ford. Yeah, and I think you go either way. I, I like the idea of Bradbury because he upgrades basically two spots because if you add Bradbury, 
you upgrade your center, and you can move your center, Pat Elfline, back to guard, so you're upgrading your guard spot. That was easy. So. Garrett Bradbury, who has a comfortable first-round grade, he will go in the first round. Go, go, and go at number 19. Titans. The Tennessee Titans. Oh, 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 man. It would rock the world if we took Drew. Oh, wait, Drew Ock's gone. All the yeah. quarterbacks are gone. Four quarterbacks gone. Okay, top so 15. Tennessee's going to have to do something else. Uh, Tennessee's still a 3 4 team. Yeah, and they lost. Burns is in play. I thought Burns went. Yeah, Burns went. Oh, Burns went. Sweat. So in I play. think Farrell or Sweat makes sense here. Uh, you can pick. I don't have a first round grade on Farrell, so I'm just going to let you pick him where he's actually going to go instead of me taking my personal grade and missing in the mock on purpose by putting him in the second round. Okay, let's go sweat then. Let's, okay. let's say they're one of the teams that has the two thumbs up on the heart condition. Montez Sweat. And we go to number 20, <coughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. Prime candidate for the first corner off the board. Ooh, and what does a Pittsburgh corner look like? Um, it could be, God, it could be anywhere from DeAndre Baker, Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams, Rocky Sin. Is that the end of the list that you think could be the first corner off the board? Probably. I went Rocky Sin. Um, they really, they want, they want guys that get their hands on the football. And Rocky Sin, I think, is one of the best with his back to the ball, plays to the receiver's hands. Um, I, 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 I like. Rocky say he's not a premier athlete, not a blazer, but I think that he might work there at number 20. Uh, we'll do it. Uh, let's see here. So Seattle Seahawks <laughs> are picking 21st. Seattle. Now, this is real. This isn't what we would do. This is realistic mock. Uh, and I preface what I'm about to say with that because I'm going to say Rashawn Gary here. Who okay. takes over for Frank Clark yeah. as you know uh, as one of the ends. Um, he's versatile. He, he can you know play the five technique if they want him to. So I I think Rashawn Gary um, he's going to slip a little bit with that shoulder, which is something that could push him even further than this. But I think he's in prime spot to be here at twenty one. I'm good with that. And we're just going to move on to the Baltimore Ravens at number twenty two. 22nd pick in the first round. I think the Ravens won out of there. I just don't know. At this point, late late first round. I, it, How's it, their D-line these, these days? We got Christian Wilkins hanging around. I don't know. Does he really fit the 3-4, th- though? No. Um, I, I know where I want to go here. I want to go speed on offense. Hollywood? Yeah. Give Lamar another toy. Give him someone that's going to help develop him as a downfield passer. I really wanted Hollywood to go somewhere where we were going to throw the ball more. Well, if he's not going 22, he probably goes 25 to the Eagles, so this is probably better for you. All right, we'll put him in Baltimore. Goodbye, Hollywood. I got, I, I'll, put, I'll say this. He's not getting past 25. If he's on the board and the Eagles pick, he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Okay, 23. The Houston Texans, who, holy cow, do they need an offensive line? Cody Ford's still there. Works yep, out perfectly. That was easy. Cody Ford goes to Houston. Done. I think they might have to trade up for him realistically, but in this mock, it works out. 24 is Oakland again. This, this is like coin flipped to Haskins. The obvious, like, it's too obvious that it probably won't happen, but Josh Jacobs, uh, John Gruden, infatuated with Josh Jacobs. I'm good with that. I got no problem with Josh Jacobs going late one. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bama there. Get up in there. 25. Philadelphia Eagles. Hollywood's gone. Now they're trying to get rid of Aguilar, I believe. 
So they'd like a receiver, but if it's not Hollywood, do they go a different direction? Do they still need they still need secondary help, don't they? They could use secondary depth. Um, I think that what, Howie Roseman's always looking to upgrade the defensive line, and Clemson has two defensive linemen here, three defensive linemen here, because we don't have a Clemson defensive lineman off the board yet. Okay, well, I would my guy would be Wilkins over Farrell. And that's what I would say too. Okay, I think yeah. you add him to Fletcher Cox and Malik Jackson. And that gives you a, a great three-man rotation that the Eagles would love to have. Okay, so we move on to 26. At number 26, it's Indianapolis time. Indianapolis. This is another interesting spot. This is a spot where I think Jeffrey that? Simmons, if he doesn't go earlier, Colts would love to have him. How about putting DK Metcalf with T.Y. Hilton? Or would they be more likely to go like A.J. Brown? I think, Yeah, I think they'd be more willing to go A.J. Brown. Um I think, like, here's what I'd be looking at here. Jonathan Abram, strong safety to pair with Malik Hooker at the free. You can go pass rusher, which Cleveland Farrell's still there. Or could go on offense, A.J. Brown, um, slot, inside-outside receiver. One of those three players, what what would you say? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to wait on the safety. So I'm down to Farrell and Brown. I will go Cleveland Farrell. Okay. I'll give him Farrell. Colts get their edge rusher. Add him with Justin Houston and um, add him to the mix. Yeah. Sounds Okay. Farrell is going 26 to Indy. I stopped writing down teams. Oakland was 24. Yes. 25 was Philly. Philly. 26 was Indy, and we're on to 27. And this Oakland's we, back. We went offense with the first two picks, so this has to be defense and preferably a pass rusher. But well, we're hurting on the board for pass rushers here. I'm gonna throw a name out there LJ Collier. Whoo, first round. Hey, look, That's my guy. Every year in the first round, there's a surprise, right? Of do, course. Do we have a surprise yet? Uh, no. Okay, well. No. I, I this is the this is John Gruden's not going to go chalk, okay. I mean, let's get a little let's get a little wild. I think I think they like LJ Collier. Okay, I know they like LJ Collier. I don't know if they love him enough at twenty seven, but like we just kind of said, they're wiped out at pass rusher. I I'm not ruling it out here. <laughs> okay, let's get wild. Okay, I like his tape. Even I wouldn't pick him at twenty seven, but I like <laughs> the tape, so I'm in. Let's go. <coughs> twenty eight. Let's see here. 28 is the Chargers. Chargers could use um, tackle, could use safety. Um, okay, what safety are we looking for, and who's your next tackle? My next tackle is Greg Little. I have Caleb McGarry here. Okay, you got um, McGarry? Yeah. Um, I think Adderley's a possibility, but I'm going to say Caleb McGarry. I will go with you. Okay. Tackle put, from Washington immediately gives them competition for uh, the right tackle spot and gives you a long-term answer possibly at left tackle if he's willing to do that. Seattle's back up at 29. They yes. already got Rashawn Gary. Um, I think two directions they can go here. Obviously more than two, but I'm going to guess it's one of two spots. Receiver, uh, you know, get someone, you just paid your quarterback, get him some more toys to play with, uh, or... Uh, someone in, uh, in the secondary, and they need a nickel bad. 
And I think they just have to look in their own backyard and Byron Murphy's sitting there. Yeah, I love Byron Murphy. I think at 29 is a really good spot for him. Agree. So we can do that. Byron Murphy, gone. And we will go to 30. And at 30, we will say hello again to the Green Bay Packers. Which then we had him going tight end and early in the first round. So this presumably is defense. Is their secondary still awful? Uh, well, they invested in corner last year with Jair Alexander and right, our yeah, Iowa, yeah, 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 okay, Jackson. Um, but at safety, they added Adrian Amos at strong, but they have a hole at free. Uh, this, you so, want Monsieur Adderley? There you go. Okay, I think that makes sense. Okay, Monsieur Adderley is a Packer. How's that haul for you in the first round if you're Green Bay, Hawkinson and Adderley? Yeah, you upgrade two big spots and two guys that I think you're going to make an impact right away for you. Rams at 31. They don't need a receiver. They don't need a running back. They don't need a quarterback. They really upgraded the O-line last year. They're losing Sue. Yeah, He's, defensive tackle. You think, Jeffrey, or, um, you think uh, Jerry Tillery? Uh, Dexter Lawrence? Both those guys. Um, I, I think they need the interior. They lost Roger Saffold in free agency. Um, and Austin Blythe at the other guard spot. Uh, you know, you, Lindstrom? I, that, yeah, Lindstrom is where I'm kind of getting at. Uh, so defensive tackle or Lindstrom is where I would be leaning here. Let's go Lindstrom. I think that's the safest pick. Done. Uh-huh, we'll go Lindstrom there. And at 32... This is going to be the wild card. The New England Patriots select Will Greer. Uh, Let me ask see. you this. Do you think there's any quarterback that a team would willing to come into the late first here, just say at 32... To get that fifth fifth year option, uh, I don't think it's impossible that it happens to Will Greer, but I'm trusting the rest of the world who seems to think he ain't going that high. So, okay. what about AJ Brown and the Patriots? Mm, that'd be, I yeah, I'd love that fit. Wouldn't that work? Um, I think yeah, AJ Brown would make sense. Dexter Lawrence to kind of be their new Vince Wilfolk. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um. My side of the coin is going to be A.J. Brown. If you want to flip a coin, you can add okay. a second player to that mix. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence versus A.J. Brown. All right, so Tails is A.J. Brown. Come on, Tail. Come on. I think it's been Tails the first two times. Come on, Tail. No, I think you got it the first time. It's heads. Okay. Dexter Lawrence is the pick. So okay. we only have one receiver going in the first round. Indeed, lead, indeed we do. That's that kind of class, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, that mock is official. We did it, Dane. We yep. we got the best mock draft of all time and the most accurate mock. Just go ahead and print this off for tonight and watch them all go that way. I, I, no, I don't. I real. I think there is a lot of realistic. Uh, is there a chance to this? that Nick Bosa is the only one we get right? No, because there's a chance he goes one. <laughs> Okay. So there's a chance we go Is over 32. Is there a chance we go over 32? Absolutely. Okay, that would be awesome. Absolutely. I want to go over 32. That would be incredible. Because, again, I think Arizona, I think it comes down to Bosa or Kyler Murray. And now that I'm saying that, it'll probably be Quinn Williams. But I think the scouts want the pass rusher and the coach wants the quarterback. And it's just up to the general manager and the owner to figure out what is best for the team. And I, I always thought that they had the decision and they were just kind of – being coy, I really think that it up till this week they're not sure what they're going to do, and so uh, it's going to be fascinating because there's nobody in the league that I talk to. Usually, this stuff leaks out like Mayfield last year going to the Browns. This stuff, it, nobody knows. Uh, everyone's kind of taking their best guess, which is just it's fascinating. 
All right, Dane. Well, we did it. We pulled it off. We did, we did another it. year of Trust the Tape. I'm sure we'll do one after the draft. Yes, uh, we'll do a recap. We'll be back. We'll be back to tell you how bad your team screwed itself up in the draft. But thank you for listening to Trust the Tape. Don't forget your five-star reviews. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Don't forget to follow Dane at DP Brugler. Get the beast. Get the beast on The Athletic. It's the best draft resource there is. And follow me on Facebook. That's my only other request. And enjoy the draft. Have oh, fun. yeah, the draft. Enjoy the draft. Listen, my Facebook, though, is <laughs> Jeff Cavanaugh, C-A-V-A-N-A-U-G-H, and hit like and follow. But the draft is important. Have fun, and we'll be back on Trust the Tape. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.